Welcome to The Pew, the place where everyday guys talk about everyday things in front of the one person who can do something about it, Jesus Christ. Now here's your host, just a guy in the pew, John Edwards. Well, welcome back to The Pew, everybody. I am your host, John Edwards, and here to the left of me, as always, is my co-host and cohort, Victor Adams. John, it's good to be here. Again, a new year's coming around the corner, and the best yet is that we have all these good intentions to do better. Yeah, it is, man. I mean, it's it's exciting. It's always it's always cool to do the first podcast of the year, right. man, because you know, it's an opportunity to look back at last year, uh, the places where we had successes and, and joys, and the places where we had failures and, and mistakes, you know, and and to see how we can be better and move forward in that. And so I'm just excited to talk about that today. That's what we're going to jump into today. Uh, this show is going to be called 2023, Time to Begin Again. Um, but first, before we jump into all that, Victor, I want to you know announce a couple things. So this episode, we're recording on uh, December 31st, uh, here the last day of the year, but it'll come out this coming Tuesday. And while it comes out, I will be at SEEK 2023. Super excited, blessed, and honored to have the opportunity, man. They called and wanted us to come and podcast live from there. So not only are we going to podcast there, we're going to have a booth. So if you're at SEEK, it's in St. Louis. It's If you don't know what SEEK is, it's one of the largest Catholic conferences uh, in the world. Uh, there's going to be 17,000 to 20,000 uh, students and, and benefactors and alumni there and just people who want to be around that. And it, it really is like Catholic Disney World. I'm excited to see a bunch of my friends in ministry. And Are there rides to really, there? No. What's that? You said Disney World. Are there no, any, no, no, no. There I'm aren't sorry. rides. It's the Sorry. only thing they haven't added yet. I'm sure that'll yeah. be in the years to come. <laughs> but uh, but it will put you on a good Jesus roller coaster hey, for a few saying. days. There but, you go. But, uh, but no, we're going to be uh, at booth 1022. Uh, so come by and see us. It's going to be right there by... Uh, the podcasting station in Mission Way. We are going to be podcasting live January the 4th. Uh, I believe that's Wednesday or Thursday of next week at 6.15 p.m. I'm going to have Brian Roberts, our buddy that was a yep. uh, former focus missionary here at the University of Memphis, Go Tigers. And uh, he is now a current seminarian in the Archdiocese of Atlanta. So I'm excited to have him on. And we're going to be speaking about just the theme of the conference, You Are Called. And, you know, obviously I have my story, Brian has his, into how God has called us to serve, how we've answered that. And we want to talk to people about how they can figure that out and answer that call in their lives as well. So we're going to be doing that. Uh, the second thing I want to talk about, if, if you can't be at SEEK, you know, there's some other things we can talk about here. Uh, the second one is uh, we're booking Pierce Missions for 2022 and 2023. Excuse me, 2022 is over. We're booking Pierce Missions for 2023. We yeah, set that brain. And 2024, yeah. y'all have people scratching their heads. Uh, the first quarter is filling up rapidly for uh, 2023. Uh, we we just as I look back, Victor, over 2022, um, I just I look the blessing that the Lord uh, bestowed upon this ministry. Man, we were able to to go on so many shows and to get the word out there about what we're doing. We we're able to go into um, just, just so many parishes, 15 parishes to start men's groups, uh, life-changing, vibrant men's groups where there was nothing, right? And, it, you know, we've got the statue of St. Paul here, and it really was like having an opportunity to be like a modern-day St. Paul, to go out there and just build something where there was nothing, to train people to pass on what we've learned in our own seven years of being in a men's group and, and helping men with a structure and leadership training so that they can find what we found, a place to fall in love with Jesus, to build an authentic relationship with him and other men. So if you want that, if you've been listening to this, if you're a guy that has said, sat back in your car for 2022 listening to me talk about this again and again, and you have that desire in your heart, maybe it's not for you to say, when is somebody going to do something about this? Maybe God is prompting you to be the person to do something about it. 
So, look, all it takes is you going to our website, just a guy on the pew.com, go to the book me page. There you could sign up. Um, there's also a spot on our book me page where you can click the men's ministry portion and set up a call with me. But either way, you can get in touch with us and we can start talking about how we can come into your parish and give a restored parish mission that will call the entire parish into a renewal of a relationship with who they are, who God is, and what they're called to be. Um, and then we will come in and help you start that men's group and walk with you afterwards. So we're in the process of building a new website that's going to help us continue to walk with the groups we've started and invite more to join us so that we can continue to build ministry to men where there is none. We need this as men. We need to walk in community. Help us do it in 2023 and 2024 by calling us into your parish. Be the catalyst that starts a fire of men's ministry in your area. Finally, Victor, the last thing I want to talk about is something I'm really excited about. Um, you know, a few months ago, I started really sitting down and thinking about how I go to these conferences and I go to parish missions and these things. And after we're done, so many men come up and go, man, you've really moved me today with your story. Or another speaker that was here today moved me. But, John, what do we do next? And, Victor, this is such a problem in our church a lot. You know, conferences are blessings. Retreats are blessings. Missions and, and parish missions are, are blessings. But oftentimes it could be an ember that we spark. And if there's not a fan stoking that flame, it quickly goes out. I can't tell you how many times I went to men's conferences before my heart was really converted where I went and I, I had that Jesus moment where I went up the roller coaster and then by Monday I came crashing back down and the, the boss that I didn't get along with was there. The sins I struggled with were there. The issues in my family were there. Um, the wounds I hadn't dealt with were there. And very quickly I, I, I just came down that roller coaster and that flame went out. So the question for most men is always what's next? Well, we put together a video series. It's a five-day free video series that men can sign up for. It's going to start January the 9th. And I use this after every conference. Now I, I tell people, text the word PEW, P-E-W, to the number 66866. Yes, that's a lot of sixes. We got an eight in there on purpose. But 66866, that's the number. Pull out your phone. Pause your podcast right now. Or after you hear me say this, pause your podcast or you won't know what to do. And text the word PEW, P-E-W, to 66866. And that will get you started on January the 9th. You'll get a free email, and you'll get five days of emails that will come to you with this free five-day video series on what's next. You're going to spend the first day talking about vulnerability, what it means to come to grips with the things that are wrong in your life, and how to start moving forward with them. Uh, the second day is on repentance, how to, re how to become vulnerable with God, amend your life, and repent of those things and move forward from there. Three, day three is on surrender, how to surrender your life over to give God control of your life and how we need to do that each and every day. Day four is on uh, building good habits, how to replace the bad with the good and the things you need to start looking to do in your life. And five is what we have to do as Christians the rest of our life. As good Catholics is perseverance. We have to persevere in the faith. It's going to be hard, but there's ways through finding community, starting groups, all those things that you can find what you need to continue to walk in the light of the Lord and in our faith. So you can sign up for that free video series. It will come to your email every day. The videos are short. They're five to ten minutes on purpose to give you something to work on and to take you through this process through the next five days. So we're going to be sharing this at SEEK. So hopefully thousands of college students and men and women that are there will go through it. Join those men on January the 9th, again, for this free video series. You can join it by texting to the number 66866, the word PEW. It'll ask for your email address. You put it in, and you'll be off to the races. Look for that first email on January the 9th. Victor, that's what it's about. It's always what's next in my faith journey, right? We're, conversion is not a one-time thing. It's a constant experience of our life. And so as, as I thought about putting that series out there because we hadn't yet on the podcast, 
it just drew me into this subject matter of here we are moving into another year, like you said, 2023. So what's next? And so the name of this podcast, as I said before, is 2023, time to begin again. I, I, I called it that, Victor, because you know, you may be a guy that's listening or, or you may, Victor, have had a year that's, that's been wonderful, right? You've, you've progressed spiritually and things have gone well and, and what a blessing that is. But I have a feeling there's a lot of guys out there that probably are sitting here going, stressing out over a new year and, and maybe looking back at 22 and realizing I didn't accomplish the things I wanted to or um, things didn't work out the way that I had planned or I haven't really grown in my spiritual life, which is a super important one we're going to talk about today. Um, but that's fine because there is a chance to begin again. And, and Victor, you know, as I said, we're recording this podcast here on, on the last day of 2022, uh, to come out on this coming Tuesday. And when I woke up this morning, I had this idea in my mind to talk about beginning again and to talk about what 2023 needs to look like for us as men and for us individually. Um, but as I woke up and I was getting ready to take a shower and I was praying and things like that, I was doing the, the office of readings and liturgy of the hours and as I was ending that, uh, a notification popped up on Facebook. And as I opened it, I saw some, some glorious but sad news, right? Uh, Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI has, has been called home. Uh, he passed away in the early hours this morning. Um, and it's sad for us, but glorious mm-hmm. for him because he's going to his eternal rest. Uh, my heart sank a little bit because, as you know, uh, as we walked together over these you know seven years since all this started in my life, it was a big influence on you. Yeah, he was yeah. a big influence, right. you know, and, and a lot of his writings and the things that he said, and you know, from the beginning, my email has had at the bottom, and every T-shirt we've ever printed, even if the design has changed, mm-hmm. has always had his great quote. One of my probably my favorite quote that I've mm-hmm. heard as a Catholic is, "The world offers you comfort, but you were not made for comfort; you were made for greatness." And man, I just. Every time I hear that, it makes me think back to when we started that men's group and so many of us were coming in and we were sharing our struggles and it was very obvious how so many of us were falling just to the to the the the, the comforts and the, the desires and the temptations of the world, whether it was through sports or, or promotion or power or or uh, infidelity or or pornography or or all these sins, right, that were out there for us. And how this quote just made me realize, man, we're not just here to talk about how how bad we have it. We're here to, to realize that we're made for more, that we're made for greatness. And part of finding that greatness is leaving the comforts of the world and things behind, right? The things that pull us away from our Lord and the faith. And so I was always so grateful for, to Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI for that and just his writings that it called me to dive deeper into. And so the world has a great loss today, but heaven has a great gain. And um, just pray for him and the repose of his soul and and uh, that his, his work will continue to go on and touch many, many souls uh, the way it has ours. But, you know, Victor, as I, as I read that quote again this morning and just smiled, you know, I have it on 150 T-shirts we're taking a seat mm-hmm. um, with a different design. And, and I just – it really brought me back to that moment. And as we – it was just a, a, a God moment in this last day of the year of going, man, we're moving forward. And, and, yes, it's nice to have the party tonight and we'll have champagne and count it down and watch the ball drop and all those things. But are we taking time to look back at our 2022 and see what that life was like and look forward to 2023, not with despair, but as hope, as an opportunity to maybe write the things that we failed in, especially our, our spiritual life, you know? Well, the thing, you, kind of what you were talking about for Pope Meredith uh, Benedict is, is that he, he kind of made the division line between what is actual pursuit of happiness, mm-hmm. you know? And like as many men in our group, we realize on that day that pursuit of happiness if it's in our own perspective, is going to tend to self-destruction. 
Yeah. Because we're not pursuing, you know, pursuing righteousness. Sure. Which is kind of what he's saying is that we're not made for comfort. We're made for greatness. Yeah. So when we find ourselves being comfortable and not really moving forward in our faith, then obviously we're, we're on the path to um, self-destructiveness, which is, you know, our own idea of what pursuit of happiness is. Yeah. Not, not true happiness, which is being the pursuit of righteousness is kind of what you said, was it a Timothy? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to, yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about Sorry, some verses. I jumped ahead again. No, that's but, okay. But anyways, that's yeah. kind of what we need to kind of align ourselves to coming in the new year is like, what pursuit of path am I on? Right. Do I continue to be on the wrong path or I find myself going back on the wrong path? And what do I need to do to kind of, you know, flex my spiritual d- needs to be pursuing righteousness. Sure, and just like we talked about, you know, a few episodes back, we that examine, you know, are you mm-hmm. examining your life? You know, that's something that's a practice the church gives us to do every day. But, you know, at the end of the year, it's really an opportunity, and I try to do it every year for at least an hour on the last day is, of the year is just look back and say, okay, where, what did I want to do? Where did I fail? You know, especially in the spiritual stuff, because the other stuff will generally work out. It's the spiritual stuff that you have to get right so that you see the other things in the correct light and you start working on the things that are really going to mean something in your life. To your point, you know, the, the devil is a smart adversary, right? He knows that we, we have a hole in our heart and that that hole is made for God, but his goal is to shove everything else in there that he possibly can to keep our attention from God. Mm-hmm. And so that's where we start falling as men into the comforts of the world and thinking that, you know, the job, the, the promotion, the money, the, the car, the house, the, the drink, the drug, the, the, the sex, the whatever it is, is going to make us happy and fill that hole. And that's where we have to really be on guard and, 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 you know, take care of this thing. And, you know, one thing I did last year that I'm really proud of because I'm not always great at following through with long, uh, tenured things, but I'm going to finish up Bible in the year today uh, on time. And, and I'm looking forward to starting, you know, the catechism in the year with Father Mike uh, to grow in my knowledge of it and understanding of it, along with, I'm sure, hundreds of thousands of other people uh, that went through the Bible in the year. And here lately, you know, as we come to the end of it, you're reading from Timothy and you're reading from Hebrews and you're reading from Revelations and just a lot of things I haven't gone over in a while that really spoke to me. And, and um, you know, one of these was from Hebrews uh, 3, 12, uh, 14. And I read it yesterday, I guess, and it says, Take care, brothers and sisters, that none of you may have an evil, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God, but exhort one another every day as long as it is called today, so that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin, for we have become partners of Christ, if only we hold our first confidence firm to the end. When I read that, I was like, wow, man, that's really powerful. And, and maybe that's a place where, where a lot of guys have been today, right, is, is, or through the last year, is, is maybe you have had an unbelieving heart that turned away from God for some reason. Maybe things didn't work out. Maybe you didn't get a job. Maybe you lost a job. Maybe you lost a loved one. Maybe you've just gotten yourself, you've turned to drugs and alcohol and vices so much to rest- relieve the stress of the world that should have been relieved through growing in our faith and giving that over to God. And you've now become a prisoner of those things. Maybe you've, you've, you've yet to identify the wounds that we all have in our life and, and you've ad- hadn't identified the ones in your own and you become a prisoner in a struggle with those. This is where we have to do the work in our life and this is where we shouldn't look at 2023 as, okay, here's another life of a, a year of my dismal life, right? Or my life that hasn't gone the way I want. But this is a call and an opportunity as the church changes its liturgical year through Advent and the beginning of that season. Now, to, as we walk towards the Passion of Christ, in, in Lent, now this is an opportunity for me to really examine my life and look at how I can be better, right? And so there's a second verse that I ran across in in, in, in that uh, 
catechism in a year in the last couple of days that it's Paul's letter to, to Timothy, his first letter. It's First Timothy 6, 11, right. 12, which you were alluding to. Right. And it says, but as for you, man of God, which is all of us, right, that have given our life to God, but as for you, man of God, take that personally when you hear this. Pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, gentleness. Fight the good fight of the faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called. Right? I, that hit me like a ton of bricks of like, man, that is such a powerful, and it, you know, writing, and it's sort of at the end of that, that letter to Timothy. Mm-hmm. And he's saying you know, to Timothy and to those that Timothy will touch, and now he's saying to you and me and the people that we are touching this podcast, as for you, like singularly you, where are you right now? Because the call for 2023 should be to pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness, to fight the good fight of the faith, to keep getting up and beginning again, as we're talking about in the show, when we have those struggles, when we have those falls, when we look back and we think, man, 2023 wasn't the year I wanted to be. Well, guess what? You're breathing. And if you're breathing, it's because God deems you worthy to be living right now. And you're living because he, he calls you to a purpose. And maybe 2023 is the year that you really spend the time to figure out what that purpose is and to live in that so that you can live this call to righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. And you can fight that good fight and really put your mind not on this world, which we are every day is like, okay, what do I have to do today in this moment? And it's great to be present in the present moment. But we always have to keep our eye on that eternal reward, right? On that eternal life, he says, to which you were called. Mm -hmm. And if we're putting our eyes on the world, we're going to continue to fall to the temptations of the world. We have to keep our eyes first and foremost firmly on heaven and that eternal goal, the one that Pope Benedict just went to today, so that we can live in the world the way that we're called to, to be different and to live for greatness. Well, and that's that's what I was saying earlier is that pursuit of happiness can be a diminishing of the soul because you're you're pursuing the wrong things and yeah. pursuing righteousness eventually gets you to that point in your sense of development of your faith gets you to point not not just happiness but joy and sustaining joy because you're 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 practicing godliness you're in prayer you're seeking piety you're, you're seeking charity you know you're doing all these things that fill you because you're doing something for others and and you do something for others, you also are fed as well. It's, yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird concept because we're yeah. not used to that. We're all like me first is the kind of like the thing. I take care of myself first, then maybe I'll take care of that person. But you take care of that someone else that's in need. In a way, they feed you as well. Sure, yeah. and that's I mean to your point. That's why we have an eternal emptiness when mm-hmm. we're given you know ourselves into the comforts of the world is because the world sits there and says, oh, but if you just have this, if you have excess, right? Mm-hmm. Excess, if you, you have excess of this and excess of that and try this and try that and do this and do that. But the one thing that was ever made to make us happy is is God, mm-hmm. right? The one thing that exists to make us truly joyful is God. That's why Jesus says, and we've said it a million times on here, I came so that you may have my joy, and my joy may be in you, and your joy may be complete. I came so that you may have life and have it abundantly, right? He's not talking about... Go get the car that'll make you happy in the house and all those things. He's talking about give yourself more and more over to me. And it's a call to live out of selfishness. And that's always so hard for us as men because everything in your natural instinct says, if I get what I want, I will be happy, mm-hmm. right? If I get, if we go to dinner where I want to go to dinner, right? If we watch the show I want to watch, if we um, do the things that I want to do in our daily life, if I get the job I want, you know, if I get to basically what I'm saying is call the shots in my own life then I'll be happy. Then I'll be joyful. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, you're always more empty with that 
because it's never enough. You're throwing, it's like a, a never ending garbage disposal that never shuts off. Right. You're just throwing stuff in and it just chews it up and spits it out. There's nothing that retains and stays except for our Lord Jesus Christ who wants to come into our life. And so that's why we need to look back at our 2022 and say, man, like, what did I live like? What, it, you know, was I living selfishly? Did I live more for myself? And be honest, and those things are painful. But, you know, like any healing of any wound, like any surgery, it hurts, right? It hurts. I mean, those when you cut yourself, when it, when it scabs, when it heals, it hurts. But that's because it's bringing your attention always back to that place, right? What is it in my life? This hurts because it's not, I'm not living rightly. And this is a pain that I need to go through, right? It's a suffering that the Lord is allowing me to go through to tie to his suffering so I can be healed. So if you look at it and you go, man, I really was selfish in 2022, don't be the person that goes into picking up the bottle to drink your sorrows away. Mm-hmm. Lord, how can I be different? Right? What do you want from me? How can 2023 be different and how can I surrender myself more to you? Because to your point, it doesn't make sense to us to to not be selfish. But when you start giving yourselves the opportunity to go and serve others, and first and foremost, if you're a married man, that means to your wife and to your children, right? And then to your friends and those around you, your neighbor. How could I go and live for them? Because basically what you were saying is, first we have to live in gratitude. We have to turn our eyes to heaven and say, Lord, thank you for what's been done for me. Even if you're in the skids right now, right? You're on the skid. You get up every morning. Thank you for the roof over my head. Thank you for the heat in my house. Thank you for the bills that I can pay. Thank you for my wife and children that are breathing and alive and healthy, right? Thank you for, for an opportunity again to serve you or to be alive and try to figure out who you are so I can figure out who I am and figure out how I'm supposed to live for you. That takes you to a place of gratitude. Then guess what? When you experience gratitude of your blessings, even the smallest ones, it causes you to live generously. When you live generously, you get that reward of joy because you're living outside of yourself. You understand, ah, this is where my joy comes from, not from doing what I want to do. And so if 2023 was a year for you where you live for yourself, maybe that's God's call in your life right now is to live outside of yourself for someone else. You know, Victor, I look at mine and, you know, I'll, we always want to do shows where we, we're not telling everybody else how they need to change and how the cow eat the cabbage, but sharing our own life. And I know for me, you know, I need to be more patient with my wife and kids. You know, it seems like I have a great patience in ministry when I'm out there on the road with folks. But a lot of times when I come home, um, I poured myself out and I don't always save the best of me for them. And I want to change that. I, I want the, the best of me to go to my wife and my children and, and the Holy Spirit will take care of the rest in ministry. You know, so I, I'm admitting here, I need to be better about that. Um, you know, I need to continue to grow in my prayer life. There's oper- days where where I find myself not praying. I need to grow in that. I need to get back to things like adoration, the things that, that got me on the path that God has me on. I need to surrender more of my life to him. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I struggle in worrying about the ministry and worrying about, you know, how I'm going to support my family and things like that. And I need to give more of that over to him. Um, I need to judge people less. I still find myself judging whether I vocalize it or internalize it. I find myself judging, and that's the last thing I want to do. I want to be a forgiving person and one that that sees past the mistakes of others the way that they've seen past mine and and see the best in people. Um, I want to identify more of my wounds and work on them. You know, so we all have things that we look at, and I've made a list of mine. And my challenge is to to men out here: Have you made a list of them? You know, and Victor, have you spent the time to look at your life and see? Because if we're not doing that, we're never going to progress. We're always going to be sliding back into the things that are comfortable and easy and not into the greatness that God calls us to. Well, and that's the thing is they focus on what we can do for charity. You know, I mean, it starts with piety, charity, you know, all those other things, the virtues that are awesome to, to work towards. But what is something that, like, for charity that you can focus on 
in January. And then the next month do something else. Kind of like what you, the narrow road is sure. you had. Um, you know, start from there. Like, what's something different I can do today? You know, yeah. like, like for me, like my, our mother-in-law lives with us, and she's 91 years old, and she is, um, um, she's on oxygen 100%. So, you know, and, and I take my, I, I like to do this, you know, because I'm always a charitable person. I always feel like I, I like to be sure. a host. So, I, you know, I go down and make her Pop-Tarts and get her coffee going in the morning <laughs> and make sure she has her meds and, and she's got her TV on, connected to the headphones, you know, so she can watch her shows. Um, and just check on her from time to time, you know, when we have visitors come in. Um, it's as simple as that. The yeah. act of charity is just is making someone feel comfortable or helping them feel at ease that, that they're important to you. Sure. And that's, I mean, that's a perfect example, Victor, because, I mean, a lot of people could look at that as a burden, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, even the, the beginning, hey, we need to have my mother move in. And I know what you had to do. You had to yeah. do renovations to your house and, and change things and I mean, as as a man of God, you you looked at Christy and said, you know, whatever you need, I'm here for you. And a lot of people would have looked at it like, what a burden, and mm-hmm. oh my gosh, we're never going to have privacy, and now our lives are going to change so much. But you chose to look at it as men, even though it may be a cross at times in your life, um, it may be stressful. Um, you looked at it as an opportunity to serve, right? This is a way for me to truly live out my faith. And you've done that. It's very inspiring, you know. Um, I don't know that I would have had the same humility and the same <laughs> the same ease of moving into that that you have. Not that I don't love my mother-in-law, but it, it's just a change, you know. And, again, we're innately selfish, and mm-hmm. you managed to be able to do that and to say, no, welcome into our home and, and to use that as an opportunity to serve people because you have a servant's heart. And so, you know, I, I commend you for that, Victor, and just that example it provides to me and to other people. Um, but, you know, this is this is where we have to, to start asking ourselves, you know, and, and that's, you know, we're at the part of the show where we start to wind down a little bit and, you know, I want to ask people like, you know, some questions here to ask yourself, you know, because we never want to lead people with, well, that sounds like a great idea, but what do I do about it? You know, one, have you become a better disciple? You know, that would be the first question I ask myself. Am I really even a disciple of Jesus Christ? Am I showing up? Am I going to church on Sunday to go through the motions to make my wife happy? You know, because my kids need a good example. Or am I really going to church to build a better relationship with Jesus? And outside of going to church, what am I doing in my time? Am I giving more and more of my life to God and to his son, Jesus Christ, right, and to the Holy Spirit? Am I asking what God wants of me? Am I, am I looking to give more of my life over to him? Uh, the second thing I would ask if you're, you know, if you're a husband and a father is, have I become a better husband and father? Am I shifting my priorities from my job and the things the world tries to, you know, throw their hooks into you and pull you towards it, take you away from that? Are you spending the time learning what it means to be a better husband and father? Are you learning from your mistakes? Are you growing in those? Are you, are you looking at the places you failed and, and saying, this is where I need to be better and praying for the grace to be able to do that? Um, have you become a better friend? Right. Uh, we all want friends, but oftentimes we don't look to see the type of friend we're being. You know, have we been the uh, uh, the friend that a friend would want? You know, are we living out that call to love your neighbor well the way that Christ has called us to? Um, you know, here's an important one, too. What sins are holding you back? Mm-hmm. If these things that I've mentioned before, you can't say, yes, I have become in these ways. What sins are holding you back? Because 90 percent of the time, that's it. You know, it's my pride. It's my it's my vanity. It's. It's my selfishness. It's my porn. It's my addictions. It's my vices. What sins are holding you back? We all know when we go to confession or when somebody says, what is the problem in your life? We all get that pinging, stinging feeling of, I know exactly what it is, but I don't know that I'm ready to deal with it yet. You know, this is an opportunity today and an invitation from our Lord through this podcast 
to, to, to be courageous in this moment and say, no, I'm not going to be scared of this anymore. I'm going to move forward in 2023 and address this. And I'm going to reach out, whether it's to us through email or whoever else, to, to find how to find help in that sin that's holding you back. First and foremost, in the confessional for God's mercy and his discernment through his priest. Um, you know, another one, what wounds do you have that need healing? We all have wounds. Um, you know, whenever we mention wounds on the podcast, Victor, we get email after email from people saying, I want to hear more about this because they know there's something going on. Mm-hmm. And you may be a guy that's, for instance, struggling in porn, and you're going again and again and again to confession. Keep doing that because you need to to work through it. But there's an underlying thing at the bottom of that. For most men with porn, it's I want to be loved, and I'm not feeling loved, and it's just being disordered, just, you know, distorted. It's it's a holy it's a holy desire that's now become a, a distorted desire. And so, you know, we need to look at that and say, what is that wound? Where does this come from in any of our vices, any of our sins, and see what needs healing? You know, these are the questions we should be asking ourselves constantly every day in our life, but especially as we move into this new year, is where have I been and how can I be better? And it's a challenge not only to to the men listening, Victor, to you, to myself. It's one that God put on our hearts today to share because New Year's can easily be another thing, and we can sign up for our gym memberships and all those things that are great. We need to take care of our bodies as well as our minds and our souls. But there's a greater need that we're all called to each and every day that St. Paul calls us to, and that's that's to take hold of that eternal life to which we were called. And, you know, Victor, there's a there's a quote here. It's a long one, but I just I, I wanted to include the whole thing because it was powerful. Um, you know, I was searching, you know, quotes about beginning again. And one of my favorite saints, St. Jose Maria Escriva, uh, had this to say, and man, it's just powerful. So, guys, tune into this and listen listen closely. I'll, I'll try to read it slow. It says, since our first conscious decision, really to follow the teaching of Christ, we have no doubt made good progress along the way of faithfulness to his word. And yet, isn't it true that there is still so much to be done? Isn't it true, particularly, that there is still so much pride in us? We need, most probably, to change again, to be more loyal and humble so that we become less selfish and let Christ grow in us. For, quote, he must become more and more, and I must become less and less. A call to John the Baptist, right? Conversion is the task of a moment. Let me say it again. Conversion is the task of a moment. Sanctific- Saint- oh, I'm messing this up. Start over. Conversion is the task of a moment. Sanctification is the work of a lifetime. Ponder on that, guy. Con- guys. Conversion is the task of a moment. Sanctification is the work of a lifetime. The divine seed of charity which God has sown in our souls wants to grow, to express itself in action, to yield results which continually coincide with what God wants. Therefore, we must be ready to begin again, to find again in new situations the light and the stimulus of our first conversion. Brothers, that's a long quote. What I would point out, he says, look, we made a decision once to really follow the teaching of Christ. And yes, we've probably made good progress on that at some time in our life, you know, with faithfulness to what he's called us to. But isn't it true there's still so much to be done? This is always true of all of us, brothers. Isn't it true that there's still so much pride in us? Yes, I feel it myself. All of us have pride. We need that call to humility. We need to probably change again, he says, to become more loyal and humble so we can become less selfish and let Christ grow. Conversion is just for a moment. Right, it's the task of the moment to do each and every day to always call our hearts into conversion. But sanctification is the work of a lifetime. You want to be a saint, you have to work at it all your life. And the only way you're a saint is if you make it to heaven, right? Charity is what we need in our life. To your point, Victor, to to love others, to give generously, and to live for others. 
God has sown that in our souls in each and every one of us, even if we're not living it. He wants us to grow it, and he wants us to express it in action that yields results, as St. Jose Maria says here, that is this continually coinciding with what God wants is what I'm doing in my life in line with God's plan and what he wants of me. And, and then this is powerful, right? Therefore, we must be ready to begin again. This is today. This is now. This is tomorrow. This is through 2023 and the rest of our life to find again in new situations. Every day, the situations we find ourselves in, the light and the stimulus of our first conversion, to remember what called us to Jesus, to remember his love, and to remember what he has asked of us and to live in that each and every day. This is such a long and powerful quote to ponder. You know, I'll put it on our website. I'll put it in the show notes so you guys can look through it and spend time with it yourself. But it calls us into this, the final how-to. Look, in the words of what he's saying, in all these quotes, and what we've heard uh, Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI call us to, we need to look back at 22 and really examine the things in our life we want to be better or change. That's number one. Two, we need to be honest with ourselves about where you are personally with God and where we are and invite him to come into your life and our lives in a deeper way. Three, we need to identify in your life the sins you need to be rid of and make a firm commitment, an amendment to amend your life, right? To change those things and to be better for him and to ask for his grace and his mercy and his courage to be able to do that. Four, pick a few spiritual things you want to add to your faith life. Start with one and work on it until you build the habit and then move on to the next one. Things like what we had in our Opportunities for Grace chart that, Victor, you mentioned a minute ago in the narrow road. Regular adoration, confession, daily mass, time with my wife, time with my kids, growth in my prayer life. All of those things are necessary to continue to move forward. And look, the last thing, if you slip and fall, don't mull over it. Pick yourself up and begin again. Victor, as we end this year, I want to give you a final word here. Throw in your final thoughts on this, and then I'll close this out with a final thought and a prayer. Well, you put me on the spot, man. I was ready. <laughs> well, go. I mean, it's, it's the thing. I was going to make sure you're ready. <laughs> well, the thing is, you know, for each new year, we, we, we see ourselves in a better light. You know, I think that's important that we don't give up the, the, the work that we want to be or our end result of who we believe we need to be. You know, sure. keep on working, keep on trying to improve yourself and, you know, uh, bring the people that you love uh, closer to the sense of, of, uh, of a, a faithful, uh, I guess, say, a, a faithful relationship that you have with your wife, with your family, with your friends. Um, be present for those that are need to be uh, someone to speak to and to listen and listen with with patience and kindness. Um, a lot of people deal with a lot of stuff we don't know. Uh, and just to be a person of, of a patient and faithful ear uh, and to let them know that you're there, that's another act of charity as well. Um, so, like I said, this new year is always something we have hope. We have a desire to be better and and desire to end in the next year as a sense where, whether we're – we're striving for goals, you know, set goals, you know, make, make those as best you can, but set those goals in a sense of spiritual growth too. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Most important thing, our spiritual life. I'd be remiss if I didn't end this episode, Victor, by thanking everybody. It's been another great year in the ministry. As I said, we've started all these groups. Um, we've made, I don't know how many, probably 60 podcasts this year. We've been able to build this YouTube's channel and the studio and be able to have video added to this. Um, you know, we've just, we've been able to touch so many lives at conferences and, and parish missions and all these things. And none of it would be possible if it wasn't for the people that support us through the ministry, right? The people that listen, the people that share it, um, the people that are just sending in these words of affirmation. You know, I just, I want to look into the camera and just tell you all, thank you, because you don't know what it means to me. Um, it's such a blessing and a gift to get to serve our God in this way. Um, and the blessing of my family that he's given me to support me in that. 
but importantly to you, whether you've given financially, you've given your prayers, or you've just given us a listen. Thank you for 2022. We hope you'll continue to support us in 2023, whether that's becoming a, a mission partner with us as a monthly donor. We'd love to have you as that, or as just supporting us, showing up at our events, sharing our podcast, and praying with us. We thank you for that. So guys, ladies that are listening, the bottom line of this episode today is this. The Lord wants a deeper and more profound relationship with you. He has plans for your life, and he wants you to help you become the man or woman you're called to be. All you have to do is decide that that's what you want to, and then put a plan of action in. Ask for his grace, his mercy, his hope, his courage, and his love, and go out and become the person you were called to be. So, Victor, let's take it to prayer in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, thank you for the blessing of 2022 and all of its struggles and its successes. Thank you for giving us a chance to begin again, not only in 2023, but in every single day. Help us to give our li- more of our lives over to you and give us the strength to trust in you more. And Father, whenever we feel we are surrendering to the comfort and the offerings of the world, rem- remind us that it is not comfort we seek, but the greatness that lies in falling more in love with you. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Thanks for listening to Just a Guy in the Pew. To find out more about John Edwards or have him come to speak to your parish, group, or conference, go to justaguyinthepew.com. Or send us an email at justaguyinthepew at gmail.com.